I'm Bethy Hungerford, and this is Friends with Recipes, the podcast featuring your favorite people and their favorite recipes. Today's episode brought me to beautiful Kent in the southwest of England, which is the home of today's guest, Clemmie Hooper. Clemmie is a midwife and mother of four daughters who is best known for her Instagram account, Mother of Daughters. Here, she shares pictures of her beautiful home and family and gives us insight into her work as a midwife. Clemmie and I recorded our chat on a cold, windy day in November, but Clemmie was quick to get a hot cup of tea in my hands and a pair of cozy slippers on my feet when I arrived. It was such a treat to spend time in Clemmie's gorgeous, newly renovated kitchen, but even more of a treat to learn that Clemmie is a fellow food lover and was about to cook me up some Spanish food, which is my favorite. You can get the recipe by going to www.friendswithrecipes.org. Now, without further ado, here's Clemmie. Oh my god, I love talking about food. Do you? Oh, that, that'll make this so much easier. Because I love food. <laughs> Who doesn't? I think a lot of people just don't, don't just can't be bothered. But I, I'm guessing you're the kind of person that I am where when I'm having breakfast, I'm thinking... What am I going to eat next? What am I going to have for That's lunch? That's what Clemmie tells me and I talk about all the time. Really? Yeah, Clemmie's obsessed with food as well. Yeah. Like, what's our next meal? Yes. I'm constantly hungry and constantly thinking about food. I'm constantly hungry and constantly don't have any time. To eat. This is a dream. Like, my lunch normally would be soup or, you know, just Like, from a tin? Not like a fret, like, not homemade, but like a nice waitress. Oh, like from a plastic container? From like a... Recyclable. (laughs) I know, no, I didn't even make chicken stock. I never make my own chicken stock. I was going to. I do boil my bones, but we um, didn't have roast chicken on Sunday, so I can do it. Do you always have roast chicken on Sunday? Um, Most Sundays, yeah. And then you always boil the bones? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm impressed. Boil your bones. Boil your bones. That's Hemsley sisters are into that, aren't they? Aha. Yeah, I should get them on the phone. So what are you cooking? Today, I'm cooking um, a chicken and chorizo Spanish stew. Ooh which um, is inspired by Spain, (laughs) which is inspired by like my upbringing. Basically, my parents, when I was five, bought a place in Spain, in the south of Spain. So where, which city? um, In between Estepona and San Pedro, so like the south. Amazing. If I say Marbella, it's like a 20 minute drive along from Marbella. We were there last year. So beautiful. So pretty. So we spent every summer as kids in Spain. And because it was like my parents' own place that we just were there for like six weeks. Yeah. So I grew up eating. Six weeks. Oh yeah, it was amazing. So yeah, I grew up going to Spain every summer. And we really enjoyed Spanish food to the point where, like, my mum would buy certain ingredients and bring it back to the UK. When like we, what? Like um, saffron or, like, the paella, like, her, um, spices you can buy, or olives. We bring back olives. Yeah. Um, Did you have a nice paella dish? Yeah. Or paella. So you a... guys say paella here, yeah? Yeah. Paella. So what did I just say? Paella? No, I think you said paella and then I said paella. And when I'm in Spain, I would say paella. But here you say paella. Yeah. Okay. I'm, like our family's obsessed with olives. My sister's first words was olive, which is olives. Oh. Like I'm so I'm surprised obsessed. you didn't name a kid olive. It's a I cute know. name. We almost did. Oh really? My mum bought me some olives for my birthday. That's how much <laughs> I love olives. 
That is no joke. Do you know my birthday's tomorrow? I know it is. And I'm so glad we didn't do tomorrow because I would have had to bake a fucking cake and I can't bake. <laughs> you know I can't bake. I can't bake either. I love that. Yeah, you can. You can bake cookies. I mean, Is barely. that just because you're American? That's only because I'm American. Everyone in America is born with that knowledge. But I can't actually make... If I'm going to make a cake, I do it from a box. And my husband would be mortified to see that happen because he's really? the baker in our family. He's the baker. Oh, yeah. That's good. So what do you do for birthday cakes for your kids? Simon? Oh, he makes them. Yeah, he's a really big baker. He got into baking when we had the kids for birthday cakes. So basically, he can... If I give him a recipe, like a complicated recipe, he can do it. Okay. But if I said to him, open the fridge and make dinner... Yeah. He'd be completely thrown. He I'm, can't create... Something. I'm kind of the same way. I have trouble just kind of looking and coming up with something amazing. Yeah. I I'm really want the reference of the recipe. Okay, so now you're putting the onions. <laughs> this is so in. Do you Do feel you like you're on a cooking show? Just <laughs> cutting some onions. That Le Creuset dish we got as a wedding present. Oh, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Ten years. Wow. Yeah, they last. Except I want another one now. I actually, I need a bigger one. I think they do one size bigger. Because the twins are probably eating more. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the twins are just eating. Yeah, I hate that baby phase when you have to make baby food. Yeah. Oh, I just hate How it. How long did you make baby food? <laughs> With my first daughter, when I weaned her, I would like get the um, Annabelle Carmel cookbook out mm -hmm. and get my one organic carrot and like my butternut squash and then steam it and mash it and make it into little pots because that's what you do right yeah, i did that briefly with charlotte and then my second daughter <laughs> you don't have she time basically ate a fish finger off the floor yeah at soft play and i was like well there we go <laughs> do you guys all eat the same thing for dinner no so, so you do separate meal times entirely yeah so the twins have like tea at nursery mm-hmm so they will have eaten something at four. Yeah. So they're not that hungry and they get home. So if they are hungry, I might just do them like some fruit and some like crackers. And then bed? Yeah. Okay. And then the older girls I'll cook for. And then, but still something separate from. Yeah. What, so then, what would they do for dinner? For the older girls? Yeah. Depending on how hungry they are, like sometimes I'll want like a proper meal or sometimes I'll be quite happy with just like soup. I would do, um... So which, so you've mentioned soup twice now. So now I kind of want to know which soup are you? Is it just like what? waitress brand? Or? Yeah, I just love like chicken and vegetable soup. Like, you know the one that's like in a, like a broth? Do you have one in your fridge right now? Yeah. Can I take a look? Yeah. Okay. I think soup oh. is just such a good meal. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. You have a chorizo soup. Oh yeah, I love chorizo. <laughs> Uh, so this is just Sainsbury's chicken and vegetable broth. Um, yeah. Broth. I that looks probably good. probably make it. Well, but it's easier to buy it like that. Yeah. So your girls like that for dinner as well? Yeah, or they'll have like um, pasta, yeah. loads of pasta. They're quite into pasta. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite into pasta as well. <laughs> they love olives, hooray. So I might do like a kind of pasta with like some olives and a tomato sauce and maybe like chorizo. Yeah. Like, um, or, and then try and hide some vegetables. No, I don't hide vegetables, but I will make them have vegetables. <laughs> or 
you know, it depends how busy. They do quite a lot of sport after school, so sometimes they'll have like high tea, match tea. Do you know what that is? It's quite I, a British so thing. The whole idea of tea is still vaguely confusing to me. If somebody says, hey, Bethy, do you want to come over for tea? I'm still eight years here, and I'm still not sure. That. Are they inviting me for a cup, cup of tea, tea, or are they inviting me for dinner? So a tea would be like tea time, so which is like four or five o'clock. So it depends on the time. I think so. If someone said, do you want to come over for tea? I think you would say, do you want to come over for a cup of tea? That's like, okay. do you want to pop over for a cup of tea, which normally you maybe in the morning. But if you're coming over for tea, I would say that they're inviting you and your kids over for like after school tea. Yeah. But then, then you said high tea. So then high tea or match tea. Match, M-A-T-C-H, match. Yeah, so like after a sports at school, they will give them match tea at their school. So they'll get like sandwiches and like fruit. So match just referring to like the sport. Again, yeah. Okay. Um, but a high tea would be, a high tea is quite old fashioned though, but it's more like... Um, Sandwiches. Yeah. Okay. And cake, I okay. reckon. Because that would be, yeah. So there's tea, <laughs> tea that tea. you eat. Yeah. So tea that you drink, tea that you eat, and tea that... Like afternoon tea. That you have at a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Tea, tea, tea. This is the best. Jesus. What is that? Smoked, smoked paprika. Yeah. I love smoked paprika. Okay, but you didn't finish telling me about, because I interrupted you, Yeah. about food in Spain. Oh, yeah. So we ate loads of food in Spain and really got into food in Spain. Like cooking it at home or going out? We would probably eat out in Spain, but not like in super fancy restaurants. Um, I'm going to put a tiny bit of chili in it. Great. Eat your Just right mild chili powder. Yeah. So smoked paprika, which I absolutely love. I think oh, some people don't like it, but it oh my God, adds so much it. dimension, doesn't it? I know, the color and the flavor, it's so smoky. Mm. Ooh, um, that's super smoky. Yeah, this one's a really good one. <gasps> Do you have to buy that in Spain? Um, this one you can now get in like a large, like a big Sainsbury's, which I sell it. Really? But, and um, that's called La Chinata. But that, but I originally started bringing it back from Spain. Mm. So we would go to like very authentic Spanish restaurants. Um, and mostly do meals or tapas? Yeah, so like in Spain, um, everyone will have a siesta in the day. So that kind of like three o'clock, four o'clock thing, all the shops shut. And then everyone stays up really late. So you'll see families out with their kids. Yeah. Like till 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Just playing in the like squares in Spain. And for really good Spanish food, you don't need to eat expensive in expensive restaurants. So yeah. like we would do tapas or just like um, like small family-run Spanish restaurants. Yeah. And what would you order? Like um, would your whole family share one kind of one dish? Yeah. You... So the ta um, so like the classic dish, like this is saffron, mm. um, like paella. We would have on the beach. Mm -hmm. So we'd always try and eat fish um, on the beach yeah. because it's just fresh, so fresh. So we go to a beach bar and spend the whole day mm. at a beach and then have a big paella lunch. Mm -hmm. um, and paella is just such a great dish to eat it's like with loads of people. Um, and then we would have, um, in the evening if we went out for dinners, we would have, um, so my favorite dish is called gambas pil pil. Oh, that's like gambas al hio? It's a gambas like prawns. 
Um, so they're and garlic? Yeah. In, in like an oil yeah. and chili. And then you take the bread and get all the oil oh. after. La, 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 la. <laughs> I just want to eat that all the time. Oh my gosh. So that was, that and I remember eating that at quite a young age. It's quite like yeah. a strong flavor. Yeah. Um, like mussels, really mm. got into mussels. My dad was really into fish. He used to eat a lot of fish. So I would be really led by like, they would just make me and my brother and sister like taste stuff, you yeah. know, like we're trying this. And I think when you're abroad and in another country, there is something about kids are just a little bit more into not just having like chicken nuggets and mm -hmm. chips. Um, so would they allow you to order chicken nuggets and chips? I just don't think back then it was ever on the menu. Yeah. Like kids' menus is such a new yeah. concept. Yeah, she can smell that. Um, oh, I do smell it. paprika. It smells so, so good. now it's all I've like saffron a lot too. Yeah. So now you you basically want to coat your chicken in all of that smoky. So let's go over what you've done. So you've put... Just onion and garlic. Yeah. I love garlic. Mm, me too. I would eat, like when I do roast potatoes, I just put whole garlics in there oh, so they go yeah. all caramelized. So then I've done the smoked paprika, saffron, and a tiny bit of chili powder. No salt. Not yet. Right. So then, and now I put the chicken in. And you're coating it. Yeah. So you want to get all of that because you're going to then add soon the um, chorizo, mm. which has obviously got loads of flavor and oil in it as well. Yeah. So this is, now how would you say this? Well, I can't, I've checked, I'm not sure how I used to say it. I think, cause I love Spain and I love Spanish food. So I would probably try and say chorizo. With a th. But I wouldn't say that to an American. I would say chorizo. So in America they would say chorizo. Yeah. But here you say chori chorizo. Yeah, chorizo, yeah. But I know in Spain you would say chorizo. Oh my gosh, that smells really yummy. It's a good one. Mm. Nice. So how do you choose your chorizo? Well, I've bought an expensive one. Have I you? I really like it. Yeah. So where do you get it? Just in Waitrose. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they have a decent... Yeah, they've got a good deli. Mm. But um, we've got a really big Sainsbury's nearest as well, and they also said it. So I never buy it pre-cut. Do you, you think it's better you... fresh? Yeah, and also I like it... In the case. Yeah. No, I like it as in this size. So oh, this yeah. we're going to eat it with bread and I want like mop it up. I want chunky flavors. I make like a <laughs> chunky flavors, chunky, hunky, chunky almonds. That's a weird thing. I'm going to put more in. Um, Hold on, what's that from? <laughs> it was from an advert in the 80s or 90s for a fruit and nut bar. Okay. And, it, and they're like, there was like, <laughs> there was like a piece, there was like a, Sultana and an almond, maybe, and another nut, and they were like dancing. dancing. They're like hunky, chunky almonds. <laughs> People know what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm gonna fine. put the whole thing in. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Okay. So, we would bring back chorizo from yeah. Spain because you definitely couldn't have got it back in the 90s. Really? Oh, so that's it in the supermarket. But we now were... that's pretty common. Yeah. Like, you can. You buy it pre chopped, don't you? you we bring back a whole. Um, like serrano ham. <gasps> yeah. Did um, you like hang it in your kitchen? Yeah. I what? remember my mum like putting that through as hand luggage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> I, a whole, a a whole, whole one. So you would go hair. to the restaurants like where we would be eating and you just buy the whole thing. God. And you can just, be, so that's bizarre for Americans because you can't legally bring Serrano ham back into America Why? without like, because, but it's cured. 
But you can within the EU, but you cannot do that oh. from Spain to America. Yeah, I remember so that. So actually, pre-9-11, I remember reading an article, I think it was in Bon Appetit magazine or something. Do they yeah. have that here, Bon Appetit? Not sure. Maybe not. Um, and it was about, it was kind of suggesting how you could get foods from countries like Spain and kind of sneak them into America. Yeah. Um, Sounds weird. But that was pre-9-11, obviously. They wouldn't have allowed that sort of... Really? ...to go through after. I want to, I want to Is find that what that happened, like, after 9-11? Well, then everything just... Security stepped up right. so much that nobody could do that. But there's a story in that same article about somebody who got caught trying to do that and had to sit down and, like, eat an entire round of, like, manchego cheese or something because they were like, I'm not going to throw it away. No. <laughs> I'm just going to sit down and eat it. Yes. Oh, yeah, so all the cheeses we would bring back, go and get those in the local supermarket. What's your favorite? Um, what, Spanish cheese? Manchego. Yeah. Which one? Manchego. Manchego, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the most common for sure, isn't it? It's just so delicious. It's so oh. nutty. It's quite nice. I quite like a hard cheese because yeah. it's quite, we, we'd have like as a family, like for dessert, because Spanish aren't that into desserts. Yeah, what is a Spanish dessert? I can't even mm. think of one. Well, we'd have like Manchego oh, and like pears. Okay, yeah. And that would be like, yeah, I'm trying to think. It would be flan or... Or like in a little ramekin, maybe like a kind of, not like a creme brulee. But yeah, something. that's flan. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's a flan? F-L-A-N. Like flan? See, I'm saying that like I know, but now somebody's going to be listening flan and going, is something. that's not what that a is. Flan is like a... How much you love rosemary? Rosemary, I love it. Ooh, is that... I think I'm smelling your perfume too. I was really? like, that is, that's so floral. Yeah. Well, rosemary's quite floral. It is super floral. Do you know what? Because it goes really well with lavender. It makes me want, and this, this isn't an invitation to your um, gin cupboard, but it oh, makes yeah. me want a gin and tonic. You want to see the gin bar, don't you? While this I is cooking. I didn't know you had a gin bar. It's a trolley. So is gin your drink of choice? So Simon doesn't drink wine. At all. Doesn't like it. Which Why? really annoys me. Is there a reason me? for that? Isn't that ridiculous? Did he like overdo me? it? Just doesn't. He just prefers beer or gin. Beer or gin. Okay. <laughs> so Can't blame him. I mean, if we're um, like, if we had friends on for dinner two weeks ago, and when I was like laying the table, I don't even lay him a wine glass anymore. He will oh. drink it at a wedding. We know when you're sat down all together, but he doesn't love it. He just doesn't yeah. really like it. Well, then fine, don't. And I really love it. enjoying wine with someone. Yeah. And it really annoys me that he doesn't drink it, so we, we'll drink gin together. Okay, fine. Um, what wine do you... Mm. Will you have a glass of wine in the evening? Or? Yeah, so my favourite thing to do... Yeah, tell me. ...is when the kids are in bed. So depending on who's cooking, so say I'm cooking dinner, I'll put the twins to bed because they go to bed at seven, and then Simon will do the older kids because they might need like a little homework time. So that's like 7.30 till say 8.15. He'll stay upstairs with the older two and I'll start cooking dinner. And I put on my favorite music, pour myself a glass of wine and cook dinner. And I love it. Yeah. I like, this is making me want a glass of wine. I know, me too. So um, that's rosemary and thyme. And you're just dumping that in. Stir it in. Give that a quick stir. And then literally, we're just going to put in some chicken stock, some mm. chopped tomatoes, and some butter beans, and just let it simmer. So this one, you can either, if you want it to be like 
really stewy so the meat starts to fall apart I would maybe put that in the oven mm. for like an hour and a half yeah but you could equally it would just work perfectly for 20 minutes and is this one that's better tomorrow too uh, good point. Let's see how much is left over. <laughs> I'm so greedy. I never... You don't ever have any leftovers. No. So did you guys make tapas at your Spanish place? I or? remember we used to like, when we would bring food home, we would try and recreate like Gambus Pill Pill, but it never was the same. Yeah. Ever. So it's better to just... My mom out. would really try. She would bring back all the like big paella dishes yeah. to like cook um do you have a paella dish no it's at my mum's house i even remember when she went to morocco she bought a big tagine mm. it's never the same is it yeah no it really isn't it's especially just... italian food. um yeah so wait so oh do you know what my favorite um tapa is no pan con tomate oh my god i love it it's so simple it's so simple so it's literally it's just a piece of bread and again apologies to actual spanish people <laughs> But my understanding is that it's a piece of bread yes. that you toast yeah. and you put some olive oil on yeah. it a little bit. Then you take a sliced piece of garlic and you rub it on oh, the toast. It's like a bruschetta in a way. Yeah. And then you take, you have a um, tomato and then you rub the tomato juice into the bread. So it's Maybe so, a little more oh, olive oil, some salt. There's watering mine too. Um, do you like batata bravas? Yes. And with, with like, aioli. Oh my god. <gasps> so good. My you can buy really aioli now in Aldi. Is it good? Yeah, I mean it's never as good as homemade aioli. Yeah. But that's the first time I ever had aioli in Spain. We just used to call it the garlic dip. Yeah. But now it's really big here, like chips. In a like a gastro pub, you'd get yeah. like chips with aioli. Yeah. And I think traditionally it's raw egg yolk, isn't it? Yeah. Just gonna put in some not homemade stock. <laughs> um, so just bring that to the heat, and then as you're stirring it, I do with like the flat of the wooden thing. I will like push the chicken down so it starts to separate a little bit, because ah. it'll just bring out more flavour. But the other good thing about cooking treats like this, keeping it in the skin, is that the flavour. I just love. Like I also love the way it looks. Yeah, I'm really into the pulls away. A little yeah. Bit. And then we'll just simmer it for like 20 minutes and then have it with bread. bread. Habito is a free online mortgage broker that takes the stress out of getting a mortgage. Whether you're buying a brand new home or want to save money on your current mortgage, Habito can help. They use cutting edge technology to find you the best deal on the market, then manage your entire application for you. So you'll have time to think about other things like planning the renovation of your dreams, getting inspired by Insta-worthy interiors, or simply counting the pennies you've saved. Want to sort out your mortgage after dinner as you relax with your favorite podcast? Well, they have brokers available every evening and at weekends to accommodate your schedule. Go to Habito.com to find out how much you can borrow or save all for free. That's Habito.com. There's like another dish that I do quite similar to this, but a Moroccan one, which I do with lamb and mm. prunes, and then I'll do chickpeas in that as well Ooh. and serve out a couscous. Have you been to Morocco? Yeah, a few times. So Is this something you had there? 
Um, yeah, so when we would go to Spain for those long summers, we would um, get the boat over to yeah. um, like Tangier and go to um, oh, so cool. Morocco. Um, and yeah, I think the first time I went to Morocco, I was maybe nine and um, was just blown away by Morocco. Yeah. Like just oh, couldn't, never been couldn't there. get my head around it. Yeah. Do you, have you gone there now as an adult? Yeah. Have you gone there as, with your family? With my parent, with my mom, or with oh, the sorry, kids? with your with your kids. Uh, we yeah. went to um, Esoera uh-huh. in um, two Christmases ago for New Year. Mm. So we went. But have you ever been? No, we went to. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the city we went to, but I've not been that. So we just area. wanted. To, it was the end of my maternity leave, and it was just before my book was coming out, and we just wanted a bit of like sun. Yeah. No one was saying anything for New Year. Um, both our sisters had just broken up with their boyfriends. Oh, yeah. So we were like, where can we go? But the twins were only like 11 months. We were like, we don't want to go yeah. to Mauritius. I mean, I would love to go. Yeah. But we were like, <laughs> where could we go? So we like looked around and someone mentioned like Morocco. And I was like, I just can't do Marrakesh with the yeah. kids. Like the twins are just too young. So Essaouira is on the coast. Mm. And it was like 24 degrees, beautiful sun. We had like New Year's Day, we had lunch on sat in a beach bar, yeah. you couldn't swim in the sea. And we hired this, um, like Riyadh, um, and it came with like a housekeeper and his wife was the cook. It was <gasps> so cheap. That sounds amazing. But it was so cold, can I swear? Mm? It was fucking freezing at night. No really? one had, so I'm just so British that so I'll check the weather in the day and I'm like, yeah. what am I gonna pack for me and the kids? Yeah. So it was definitely like, t-shirt and like jeans or t-shirt and shorts and then I was checking like you know culturally what's appropriate to wear and it was like just cover the shoulders and not that I'd wear a mini skirt but like a knee length summery skirt at night it's freezing it goes to like eight degrees what I know so these riads are built for the heat so they're all like marble and stone so we had literally we were like tripling layering up in this house we had to have because there was probably no Heat. There's no, there's no heating. There's no central heating. So there's fires, <laughs> and that was it. It was so cold in the evenings. It was oh so funny. And like we got used to it. But I was thinking, I was like doubling up the twins' clothes. Oh. It, but it was fun. But it's a really cool place to go. Yeah. Um, we went surfing. Are you a good surfer? I'm. I'm a. I can get up. <laughs> I've surfed now, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. Um, the kids are really good, the older girls. Are they? Why can kids just do that? Because they're small and close to the ground. They're literally just like, yeah. Bing! And I'm yeah. like, I can't lift my body weight. <laughs> do you know what the most stressful part of surfing was for me? The, it was getting just, up? Yeah, no, just getting out, out. beyond the waves. Yeah, <laughs> you're just taken down. Yeah, every time I would like try to dive my board yeah, under yeah. a big wave and it would just like slam me in the head. <laughs> Like it's not attractive. You're just like snotting. Yeah, and like bruised, and because we went we went surfing in Costa Rica before we had kids. Oh, was it amazing? It was incredible. Costa Rica is supposed to be absolutely amazing. I love it. We and it was pre kids, so we did this fantastic holiday where we flew in and then we drove like five hours to get to the middle of nowhere. We drove through a rainforest. What? Yeah. Is this your honeymoon? No. No, it was just, you know, we were childless, so you can <laughs> just do cool oh stuff. And Costa Rica isn't as far away from America as it is. My here, sister so lived out there for a year. True. Yeah. 
Of course, for, you know my sister. So after her, after another big breakup of hers, when she was like 35, she, her, two of her really good friends from school um, moved out there years ago and like literally bought like a bit of land and opened a cafe and a surf shop. And she lived out there and worked she was, there? Yeah, she worked in the like cafe, she taught yoga. Oh, does, so she speaks Spanish? She did speak really good Spanish, but so many, so many Americans. Oh yeah. I'm not saying that, uh, yeah. but, but like, so, and everyone obviously <laughs> so wants, many Americans. everyone wants to learn English. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I find that anywhere I travel, that if people do know English, they want to. Which is why I think is Brits were so crap at speaking other languages. Well, Americans too. I mean, we're just like, we just can't, you know, when you speak to any, like Scandinavians, they're yeah. like, but you, you learn a language at school. Why can't, why yeah. doesn't anyone, like, well, our, no one wants to learn it. We've had three au pairs who are all mm. like 19 years old from Germany and they learn English in school, but they are completely fluent. But they also watch a lot of like British and American TV. That's true. Yeah, lots of films. So I love that you do this. Now this is... <laughs> so you have a bowl that you've put parsley in <laughs> and you are just going at it with a pair of scissors. So I love cutting. So what I'll often do is if I'm doing herbs, I'll put it in a cup and just yeah. cut it up. It's a really easy way of cutting. I do cooking scissors for kids food too. Oh, and like a pizza. Oh yes, spaghetti with the kids. Yes, so much easier. Is that cooking? Can we go through your refrigerator? It's not that exciting. <laughs> for you, this is fascinating for me. Okay, I'm going in. So I'm surprised you don't have way more food in here. For a family of hmm. for six. Um, do you know what? I do a food shop, a big food shop every week. And you guys just eat it? Yeah. You just go through it? Yeah. So you've got tortellini. So is this like the sort of thing the kids would eat? Tortellini, yeah. ravioli? Yeah, like a quick thing. Um, yeah. Pomegranate seeds, hummus, lots of olives. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. You weren't lying. No. So what's your favorite kind of olive? Um, it can be like a... I'll just turn it off. Um... I don't know, I think like a green, a big fat green, like a meaty olive. How do you say those ones? Nocerella? Nocerella? Yeah, we have some in here. Um, I don't know how to say Nocerella? No, I don't know how to pronounce them. They're Italian, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, they're quite chunky. Yeah. But they've got stains in which annoy me. They what? Stains in them. Oh, yeah. It's annoying, isn't it? No, I like the stone. Do you? Yeah, it's kind of, it's like, you can spend time on it. Yeah, yeah. You're not just like, <laughs> thunk, thunk, thunk. yeah. You don't just pop them back. Yeah. And sit there and you can roll it around. Yeah. Get all the meat off. I love that. Okay, I'm going in the freezer. Well, the freezer's just full of the normal stuff: chips, scampi, scampi. I love scampi. Scampi and chips and peas. It would never occur to me to buy that. Is it good? Yeah, it's just like a prawn in breadcrumbs. Yeah, I mean it sounds. So good. that would be a, a tea I'd often do for the kids. Instead of like fish fingers. Yeah. So scampi chips and peas. Ooh. Or scampi chips, peas and sweet corn. Mix it up. Ooh, like an ice cream. Oh yeah. What's Always your favorite? That one's pretty good. Vanilla. Because it's got caramel crunchy nuts. hazelnuts. I know. And what's this other one? Belgian chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. It's quite And boring. I see another. Oh, is that just more of the same one? The vanilla with yeah. the crunchy bits. Yeah. <laughs> We've probably got a few in there. That's all pretty standard. 
Yeah, stuff. I can't. I find it like overwhelming if I've got a fridge too full. Really? Like I can't get to stuff. I love a full fridge. Do you? It makes me feel calm, calm, and organized. It's probably why I go to supermarket so much. <laughs> well, see, I only do one shop per week. That's it. Because really? I, I don't have a car, so I can't like just drive and pick. You don't up have a car? Mm -mm. Can you drive? In America, the only country in the world that I'm not allowed to drive in. You don't have a car? Is the country in which I reside. How can you not have a car? Because after, as How an American, after you've been in the UK for two years, yeah. you're no longer allowed to drive. And so I strict. failed my driving exam. Oh no. And I was so annoyed, I just let it. But how do you go? Well, you live in London, so I guess it's not that. How do you do it? Do you do an online food shop? Mm-hmm. And it just comes to my house. And you have the same stuff every week? Are you one of those organized people that's like... Well, I meal plan every weekend. Oh, yeah, you do. And that's not because I'm super... Well, you're organized. working and you don't have a car. So yeah, you can't I, just, I literally, I don't have time to just pop out and buy dinner every day. It would be too stressful. Do you eat out quite a lot? No, not really Never? If we eat out... Because you've got great places to eat near you. I love... Yeah, Rocca. Do you know Rocca? Mm, we spend a lot of time there. I love... I miss it. Rocca. That's what I miss the most about London. The restaurants. Are there yeah. not good restaurants here? Yeah, but, like, just you've just got so much choice in London. So where... Which restaurants do you miss most? Um, not so much restaurants, but I miss... Um, I miss, like, Thai food. Oh, is there no good Thai food out here? No. There's no Deliveroo. There's no Deliveroo? No. Is there Uber Eats? No. No Uber. What? You don't actually need Uber out here. Because I nearly called an Uber from the station. There's no Uber. Yeah. There's always loads of taxis, though. There's, like, local taxi mm. companies, but no Uber. So where do you go if you go out to dinner here? Just pub? Um, there's lovely country pubs. Um, Margate, which is like 10 minutes away, has got some really cool places. Margate's got this like hackney vibe. Mm -hmm. But lots of things are closed in the winter down here. Really? Yeah. Oh, because it's much more popular in the, yeah. in the summer. So where, where did you grow up? In London. In, in South London? Yeah, in South London. Really? Yeah, in Wimbledon. Oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah. And then, and your parents are both... Londoners as well? Or so my mum is from, yeah, London, and my dad was from, he grew up in Yorkshire. Mm. So did, did he cook at all, your dad? No. Never. He couldn't. He was much older than my mum, and he just, I think it was just a generational thing, like he yeah. was, he just couldn't cook. Bless but him. your mum... My mum loved cooking. Yeah. So what would she make when you were little? Um, so we would, like, back then there was, n no one got takeaways. Mm -hmm. There was no, like, fast food or convenience food. Even microwave meals were not, like, a thing. Really? Yeah. Because they were in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. No, I just didn't, I didn't realise it was but that like, now you can get really good quality microwave meals. Yeah. Um, so we would have like a cooked dinner every night as a family. Um, I remember my mum bought a wok mm. in the 90s. We were like, well, this well, is cool. Wok is this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that was a really big thing. Like that quick 
like stir fry. Yeah, eat a lot of those. Every Sunday we'd have Sunday lunch. What What did you do? We'd have like chicken or beef, like classic English Sunday lunch every Sunday without a doubt. Yeah. And then my brother and sister went to boarding school, so we'd all have a Sunday lunch, and then my parents would have to drive them back to boarding school. Why did Why didn't you go to boarding school? So my brother is nine years older, my sister is six years older, so they were boarding in like high school. So I'd still be in junior school. I didn't realise that. Yeah. Um, so we'd all have family mail and then they'd have to go and drop them all back at Oh school. my gosh. And that was like out of London, like in the countryside. So you were kind of an only child yeah. during the week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you eat with your parents or did they make you a separate meal? Um, I think as I got older, I ate with them. I can't remember now. Yeah, no, I did eat with them. My mum wouldn't get back from work. So my dad was like a stay-at-home dad. He was a photographer. Your dad was a stay-at-home dad? Yeah. Ah. So he was a photographer, so he like worked for himself, and my mum worked, she like went out to work. So your dad did kind of similar work to what you do, in that he was in his home yeah. and available for the kids, yeah. and, but also doing creative work. Yeah. That's interesting. So my, and then my mum worked at a theatre in Wimbledon, she was the um, like press officer. Mm. But I remember growing up hating the fact that it was my dad that used to take me to school, not my mum. So all my friends, their mums were the ones that would, like, at school, doing the yeah. pick-up and drop-off, and their dads would be in the office. Yeah, and you just didn't like being the odd one. No, no you never want to be the odd no, one, do you? not when you're little. You're when like, you're an adult, you work so hard to be the odd one. Oh, God. <laughs> and my dad was, so he was 20 years older than my mum. So oh, wow. He, yeah, so, like, sometimes... Like, I remember once getting picked up from somewhere by him. I think it was, like, a birthday party. I can't remember what it was. But somewhere where they didn't know us very well, and they were like, Clemmie, your granddad's here. Oh, and no. I was like, it's my dad. But you don't want that when you're as a kid. No. You just want to be normal. Yeah. So what did your mum cook that you um, remember? Literally everything. She was a really good cook. She still is, but now she's widowed. She, does, she doesn't enjoy cooking the way she used to. Because she's just cooking for herself. Yeah, yeah. that's really miserable. Um, like she used to make amazing um, pavlova. Mm. Oh my god, I love that. I need to like get her to write. I want to do one of those like recipe books. Yeah. She's got all her old bits of paper. I love those. I know, and like her Delia cookbook. Delia. Delia Smith. I don't know. Oh my god. She's like, um, she's probably the most famous British cook ever. Okay. Like way before Nigella. Okay. Like, if you ask most people, they would probably say, well, I'm going to do a Delia turkey this year. <laughs> Delia, she's like, she's in her, like, 70s now. Okay. I you just know how like Mary Berry her. is, like, the baker? Yes, I've heard of her. But I bet before the Great British Bake Off, you'd never heard of her. But I've never even seen the Great British, British Bake Off. Well, because I don't watch TV. And I feel like I need no to watch... No TV. I know, I'm, like, backwards. Are you Mormon? <laughs> Are you Amish? <laughs> You did wear no. some clogs today. I always wear clogs. No. <laughs> I always wear clogs. Did because you? in Seattle, people wear clogs like I it's know. no big deal. And then here people are like, oh. I just get, get cold. Cold ankles? Because you can't wear them with socks, can you? Well, anyway, Delia yeah. Smith is like the I'm most... I'm going to get some clog boots, by the way. Oh, cool. I'm slightly scared that they're really, really ugly, but I'm, my heart's in it. If your so heart's there, then you're heart's there. Who cares what other people think? Um... Um, Delia so Smith is like the most iconic British cook yeah. of all time. So like 
if you went into most British homes of like like my mum's generation, mm -hmm. there will be a Delia cookbook. Do you have a Delia cookbook? No, it's all at my mum's house. Uh. Oh, but you've got loads of cookbooks. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You've got lots of Jamie. Yeah. He's great. I really <laughs> like the Hensley sisters cooking. Yeah. Their breakfast things are really good. Fern Cotton. Is that good? Yeah, she does a lot of, that's more baking. I get Simon to do those because she uses She's like a kind of healthier baker. I think Jamie's really good. Yeah, I really like his recipes. And this is Ottolenghi's new one. Have you heard Ooh. of this one? Simple, yes, I flipped through it. Because his, his recipes are quite complicated. Yeah, I, I have, which one of his do I have? I have an Ottolenghi book that I've cooked out of, but usually during the week I just, I can't be bothered. I know, <laughs> but if you're throwing like a party. Ooh, this looks good, Iranian. Herb. herb fritters. Herb. herb or herb? Now I get now I'm just confused myself. Herb. Herb. I would say herb, you would say herb. Okay, I was trying to say it the British way and then I messed it up. Iranian herb fritters. Why wouldn't you say the H? I don't understand that. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I just I get so confused. Like I'm if I'm speaking to American, I really try to use my full-on American accent, which I know you think I'm always using, but does it get stronger? Yeah. When you're home? Oh yeah. When you're back in, does it? Yeah, it, it gets much stronger when I'm home. Because it's, like Americans listening to this will think I'm putting on a bit of an accent. Because you're pronouncing all your words. Yeah. <laughs> so what, can you do your, where you grew up, what is the accent? Can you do it? I don't know if I can anymore. I mean. Is it like very Southern? No, not at all. But I, like not at all. Not at all? And so I just, so I just said not at all, yeah. but it would be not, not at all. So like, it's like I, a drawn around. I just, Where I've been here long enough, I can't like. Cause you, do you remember I was telling I you about that, pro that program, Making a Murderer? Which I love. So where's that, where's that? That's Midwest, isn't it? I it's like Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yeah. Is that, this, is that like central Northern America? Wisconsin is, it, is pretty central America. They say, Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, yeah. Re I read up about why they all speak like that. Because there was loads of Scandinavians that settled there. Yeah, sure. Yes! <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, I love it. See, uh, before that program, I had never heard that accent before. Really? Yeah. It's a really good accent. But they do it similar, it's similar to, what's that one where they grind up the bodies in the meat grinder? Oh, um, they did a British vote. A British actor was in it. Was he? Um, it, um, and that's also in Wisconsin? What is oh that God, called? What's it called? Fargo. Oh, Fargo. They, re like they did a newer version. Well, they're doing it. They have a TV show now. So yeah. the film, the original film was like from the and 90s or 80s or something. And Martin Freeman, who's a British actor, is doing a Fargo accent. Yeah. And I read oh. an interview about how he did it. How did he do it? He just literally like just kept, he spent, he lived there. He spent time talking. He said, it's so weird, like, it's okay. <laughs> I like watching your mouth when you do that. Do you? Okay. Because <laughs> you're kind of, I've not yeah. seen your mouth move that much until this Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, betcha. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really weird accent. My hometown is not that. My, my accent, my American accent is very neutral. Yeah, I was going to say it's like a very, it's probably like mine, is just a very 
standard yeah. Yeah. across the board. I was talking to someone about this recently. This is such a difference between Americans and English. Yeah. Like, I'll serve that. I'm trying to get better at this. Like, okay. Nat has tried to... Nat's... Star me Sunday. Yeah, star me Sunday. Like, if you pay Nat a compliment, she goes, thank you. Yeah, that's so hard to learn. And she looks at you in the eye and she's like, thank you. Yeah. So, like, if... Like, as an ink, I'll be like, oh, here you go. Oh, honestly, like if it's if it's too spicy, you don't. Yeah, I've made all the excuses before yeah. you even taste it. An American would be like, "This is amazing!" Oh my god, are you ready? Okay, <laughs> this is what I made. I know, I know, right, right, right. And why can't we do that? I know it's hard. It takes it. Well, I was gonna say it takes we levels just, of confidence, but it's also just kind of part of the British culture. To, we just can't. We don't big ourselves up. Yeah, it's just like I think if you watch even like in American schools and stuff, or the American way like, what? in schools, schools yeah. or like you know, like good job, it's yeah. just a totally normal thing. Yeah, you're doing yeah, you're doing well. Yeah, like it's, we just don't. You don't say that to you. We don't say good job. Really? Because just this morning I good caught job. myself because it was a bit over the top, but Peter was getting himself dressed, and I was like. Great job, buddy! Well done! <laughs> anyway, this looks done. This is so pretty. This is so ugly. <laughs> that way, look at oh, it. that way. It smells really good. Does it? It does. Ooh, Honestly, it smells... it's nothing. Like, if you don't like it. <laughs> okay, I'm going in. Ooh, what do I take a bite of first? I feel like the chicken, because that will have picked up a lot of well, the Well, I flavor. put a spoon there as well for like... Ah. Mmm. It nice. tastes very chorizo-y in the best way possible. I'm, I'm going to get the broth. Because there's quite a bit of broth in there. Would you yeah. say this is a stew or a soup? Mm. guess mm. it can be whatever you want it to be. Like if there was leftovers, I'd probably have it in a shorter bowl. Mm. Ooh, and it does have a little kick. Is that from the... Chili? Mm. Must be, yeah. That's delicious. Well done. Would you like some bread? Yes, You can get Clemmy's recipe for chicken chorizo stew by going to www.friendswithrecipes.org. And Clemmy can be found on Instagram as Mother of Daughters. You can also find this podcast on Instagram as Friends with Recipes. Please share, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast as it makes a real difference and is very much appreciated. Thanks again to our sponsor, Habito, the free online mortgage broker that makes getting a mortgage stress-free and simple. Applying for a mortgage doesn't have to be difficult. Go to Habito.com to find the best deal and see how much you could borrow or save. Lastly, a big thanks to Clemmy Hooper for being on the show. Though when I first asked her to be a guest, she tried to avoid the question by falling on the floor and yelling, I can't lift my body weight! <laughs> but I'm glad we could convince her in the end. Tune in next week for another episode of Friends with Recipes. See you then! Mm -hmm.